0: Good day, and welcome to another episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm Network. Find updates on all your favorite Twist My Arm shows by visiting www.twistmyarmpodcast.com. You can follow the TMA Podcast on Twitter by searching at Twist My Armcast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Twist My Arm Podcast. We go live every Monday for the Marvel Can of Madness podcast, every Friday for the Sudden but inevitable Rewatch, and most other days we're streaming games or hanging out on Twitter or chatting with you guys, whatever it is. Uh, Find all of our live podcasts and game streams on Twitch. Just search TMA Games, all one word, and subscribe to get notifications for all the times we are live. This week, I am talking to Chris and Leslie, from measuring the score podcast i don't want to spoil too much but i absolutely love talking about classical music and film scores with these two lovely hosts hosts yes don't worry that's not all we talked about though um we got into a lot of other things about life and uh podcasting and uh, just just all sorts of stuff Um, Find Measuring the Score on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Measuring the Score. Uh, Also listen to all of their Season 1 episodes on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, wherever. Just search Measuring the Score. But that's enough of me. Um, Let's get to it. Here is my conversation with Chris and Leslie of Measuring the Score podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good
0: questions for this interview. So I listened to the Mummy. I listened to the Jaws one. Um, and the Star Trek one, and then the I was just starting to listen to the Beverly Hills Cop one, um, because oh, I love yeah. that. Jam.
2: Yeah, we had oh kind of goodness.
3: We had difficulty doing that, though. You it, know, it was
2: hard doing. I don't want to spoil it because you haven't listened to it yet. But it, it was very difficult uh, talking about that score because of certain reasons. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to spoil it. that way, when you listen to it, you'll you'll find out why what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was it was hard doing that one. <laughs>
0: I feel like it was th- – that uh, movie kind of was like a one-trick pony, you know? It had the one little riff, and then that was kind of it. – didn't they uh, play a lot of music, like actual music from artists in that?
2: Yeah, see, that's what we talked about in the podcast, and it was okay. just – it was just the theme mainly, and then it was like there were like a couple of variations of score, but then it was like he would change it up, and then he would get stuck on that variation and just stay there. <laughs> he wouldn't go any further – and there was like I actually got up. You know, I say this in the podcast. I got up to go get some snacks and everything else, and I come back. I'm like, "Well, did I miss the theme?" She said, "Yes, three more times." <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, I feel like he's
2: Jeez, like, man
0: this he, he probably wrote that thing and he's like Oh yeah, this is golden We're not gonna derive from this at all This is <laughs> what we're gonna play Over and over and over Every time we see He's like And
3: done I'm done <laughs> I'm done well,
2: it, it, We <laughs> yeah. mentioned it in, in the podcast he, he wrote it for the scene Where Axel sticks the banana in the tailpipe and oh. he he wrote it for that one piece, and they liked it so much. They're like, "Why don't we have this as the theme?" So it became as the banana theme, <laughs> not the Axel F theme.
3: Yeah, that was the original name, the banana theme. Yeah, that's so, nice. Like, oh. I mean, it,
0: it's a very, and I know you guys like to use this word a lot in your shows, but it's a very whimsical. Um, song or, or, like, composition because it sounds like someone's putting a banana in a tailpipe when you're listening to the Beverly Hills Cop <laughs> it, theme it, for
2: it, sure. It kind of does. Well, <laughs> now, you does. know,
3: thinking about that and how popular, like, synth was, I can see him, you know, just thinking about, okay, what am I going to do here? Aha, I got it! You know, pull yeah. out the, was it the Yamaha keyboard? It was I, it I think,
2: uh, yeah, I can't remember which one it was, but... <laughs> Uh, I, we do the research, is, and then after the episode, I, everything just leaves my brain right then. So I can't remember half of That's it. That's why
3: I write it all down. Exactly. We're getting old. I definitely, uh,
0: <laughs> I definitely feel that. That's My uh, my interview notes are always crazy, and they're all saved. Just in case I need to remember anything, <laughs> I can go back. Um,
3: See, and I do things the old way, so I write it down in a notebook. And like at work, <laughs> when mm. I have stuff written down in a notebook, I have it separated by week. I'll put week of January to twenty third, and then like all my notes for the week go under that tab.
2: I write it down five minutes before we record. Yeah, (laughs) my
3: memory is bad. I was stuck
0: in the middle of things. Like I was still, I was still raised. So I was born in eighty eight, and so I still used a pen and paper up until about four years ago, probably. And now I still have a hard time using like the computer. I'll use my phone a lot for notes take notes on there i do that sometimes um, yeah I, I i'll take I use notes the phone. on the phone
3: but uh, yeah. you know other times you'll see me carrying around my notebook so like if we got an important meeting at work or whatnot i'll have my notebook with me and yeah. then you have these high sophisticated people pull out their ipads and start writing and i pull <laughs> out my notebook with my pencil
0: <laughs> well you know what's gonna happen is that the computers are going to take over the world, Terminator style, and you're going to be there with your notebook and all of your notes still kicking ass because everyone else is... <laughs> that's right. It's <down.
1: laughs>
0: so. like, oh yeah,
3: I remember that. Let me pull out my fifth notebook for year 2021. Oh wait, no, what? that's
2: not the right notebook. That's the measuring the score notebook, wrong way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. Oh, these are score notes. <laughs> my bad. Oh, that's Hold awesome. On.
0: Um, (laughs) so, and, you know, speaking of, like, being a kid, being raised, you know, in the early 90s, I used to, uh, I used to go to this place, um, by, by my house up in, up here in Loveland, and it was called, um, Blake Jewelry, and I, for whatever reason, when I was five or six, when Jurassic Park came out, I was so obsessed with digging up dinosaur bones and cool rocks, and I'd (laughs) always go to this jewelry store and get the cool rocks, Um, I didn't realize, Leslie, that you were a geologist.
3: Yes, I'm a geologist.
0: I I know that, I know that it's more than just digging up cool rocks and stuff like that. But what, what got you into that field? Like what made you want to be a geologist?
3: I have always put rocks in my pocket ever since I was a little girl. And, uh, you said you were born in 88. Well, I was born in 1982 And uh, I would say, from more than likely eighty to eighty-three, Ford, I would always put rocks in my pocket. And you still do it. And I still do it. And my mom (laughs) used to get so angry with me because I would put rocks in my pocket, and then she would never check my pockets, and then she would throw them in the washing machine, and you would hear the rocks crunk around, you know, in the washing (laughs) machine and dryer. Where I would throw them in my pocket. So
2: it's transferred from your mom now to me.
3: So, yeah, no, yeah. So, I moved to Mobile back in 1992, and I noticed immediately from South Carolina where I was born to Mobile that the rocks were different. I I that was the first thing I noticed. Cuz you know, back in the 80s you played outside all the time. So, I always was in nature. So, I was always, you know, observing trees, berries, bugs, you know, insects, reptiles, whatever. I stayed outside And uh, that was the first thing I noticed. I remember playing outside for my first day in Mobile and I run in the house and said, mom, the rocks are different. This is bad. Where are my rocks at? You know? And uh, so when I got into college, I'm a flautist, you know, and then, you know, that's our shtick for our podcast is that, you know, I'm classically chained. I had the application of Juilliard in front of me because I thought about going to school professionally to play. And I had the application for South Alabama in front of me. And I did mini any mini miny mo between <laughs> and geology. And I think archaeology was the other one. And geology went out. So I have a lifetime but, I mean- career in geology.
0: That's like the best way to do things, right? You just flip a coin. You're like, all right, how's my career going to go? Let's see heads or tails. All right. Excellent. That's (laughs) what
3: I did. But, you know, ever since I was five, I always told my mom I was going to be a scientist. And even when I went through science in high school, my high school teacher told me, I remember her telling me, it was my biology two teacher. She said, you're going to be a scientist. I said, no, I'm not. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to be a scientist. She's like, you've got the mind for it. I said, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about, you know sort of thing and you know she was right after all these years she was right i went into science
1: (laughs) and you're
2: like damn it i that's my story for (laughs) so long and here i am i did i (laughs) I will not be a scientist adults are wrong (laughs) so what do you do i'm a scientist
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that's great though
0: um i i was i'm always fascinated with cool rocks like kylie actually just got a, a really cool wind chime that's made out of like geodes i think something like that but it's it's beautiful it's really cool so um and it's awesome that i know someone that has a real career you know i just work in a dispensary (laughs) you know so it's not like
3: (laughs) (laughs) um i do environmental science so environmental geology you know i i deal a lot with regulation so i i i wish that you know I, i would have been a gemologist or something where i could look at the pretty rocks all day long but instead i look at laws Eh, a lot <laughs> someone's gotta do it
0: so. you know that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's right <laughs> that's cool though um and i'm sure could you get into something else like that if you wanted to m- move fields like would you be able to do that with your degree
3: i would do it on the side i do so many things on the side and i got lots of side hustles if i went into gemology or faceting gems or appraising gems, it would be on the side oh, okay i would do it yeah ask chris i never sleep no <laughs> i am I am
0: right with you i was just telling kylie today i need to start getting better at taking naps because
3: <laughs> that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: really
3: i bad. took one right before this podcast
2: you did so see
3: i was like chris i'm gonna shut my eyes for 10 minutes just was, 10 minutes <laughs> me. i off.
0: was very close i did i laid on the couch for a little while and then i was like oh wait i gotta i gotta write notes i gotta get up all right here we go <laughs> <laughs> but i definitely feel that and so Chris, from what I understand, the only thing that I have heard so far on the podcast is that you do scores for films. Is that your day job?
2: No, my day job, I work at a local news station as a graphics designer. Oh, okay. But I'm also, yeah, I've been a film composer. It started off as a hobby, then kind of became like a second job for almost 20 years. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> His side hustle,
2: yeah, my side hustle that kind of you know became a career ish. <laughs>
0: That's cool. Have you done any any movies that or films that any maybe we would know of or because I heard I, I, from what I understand it's kind of a lot of fan stuff, fan films.
2: Well, it, there are a lot of fan films in there, and but there are a lot of original short films. Uh, I do have a lot of feature films, but some of them you may have or may not have heard of do you have uh, a wikipedia only one <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't know I, I know i got an imdb page and yeah. that's oh, like over 50 credits on there yeah yeah i IMDb. do i do have imdb page um, <laughs> there you go one of the most notable <laughs> films on there are you pulling it up <laughs> i'm gonna try <laughs> all right Uh-oh. there's there's like three different chris lots on there uh, you'll see one that says something probably like paranormal hunters and that's me
3: yeah that's the short video that uh we bonded over yeah
2: yeah uh about the notable most notable film on there it's on youtube it's it's called uh snake out of compton i scored that one
3: okay
0: and you got a lot of stuff going on cowboy bebop short that's particularly interesting considering (laughs) what's going on tell us about the cowboy bebop short that you did what's up what's up with that
2: okay well what it was it started off i was going to remix the whole theme and the guys wanted me to do that and they were all excited for me to do it and i got in and started you know i had the theme had all the notes in front of me and i started working on it and then after i had made it and everything else the director was like you know what we like the first half of your music where it's just uh, like the ship's flying but we're going to go with the original music instead I'm like, fantastic, so you're just cutting everything that I did <laughs> oh. so my music at the beginning it's ju- it's just a trailer is all it is. it's like uh, these people were trying to make their own live action fan film mm. and they wanted to make a trailer to see if anybody was gonna do it so the first half of the trailer sounds something like from Blade Runner or something <laughs> so it it's not cowboy bebop per se um until dawn was really cool though that one it, it did not get the love that it should have it was a YouTube. Uh, short film but it was set up interactive just like the game so you would have to you know it, annotations would come up on the on the youtube oh, video and wow. you would click them and you know it would it would have like a different choice and everything else the guys did amazing with that um it was a group of people called uh iron horse cinema they do a like they did a, like a lot of Friday nights at freddy's fan films and um they started doing like different video game fan films like hello neighbor and a whole bunch of other ones and they just kind of stopped for a while now they got something else going on, and I may or may not be involved with it. I don't know. <laughs>
0: That's isn't that great. That's yeah. really great when people make plans and they're like, "Yeah, we we're, we're, we really we really want you there, but we just don't know when or how or like,
2: yeah, what's gonna Why? go on?" So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the last I heard, it was like, "Oh, we're we're you know we're so close. We're because they're what it is they're making a video game and they want me to score it because it's a horror type video game and." You know, it was, they were all gung-ho for it, and we're, we're you know, we're it's going to start releasing soon, and we, you know, we need to start with the music, and I started working on music, then it's like, we hit a delay, we had to switch developers, oh. and then we hit another de- the delay, we had to switch another developer, and then they call me, I hadn't heard anything in like a couple of years, all of a sudden they call me out of the blues, like, hey, we're going to start and everything else, and then it's been about two years, a year or two since I've heard <laughs> from them, and nothing else, So, <laughs> so I was like, okay guys, whenever you're ready, just let me know. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're good guys. Yeah. They really are. It's just, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it takes it, time it, to get that trying stuff to get everything. I'm sure. It does. It does. That's why I was just like, all right, just whenever you're ready, just let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really cool though. How did you like,
0: how did you get into composing scores for things? So that's something that I've been interested in, in, in a, for a long time. I was, um, in band and marching band and, um, Always really liked classical music. Always really loved film scores, stuff like that. And you know, I've always thought about how could I make this TV show better with my music, you know? And how how do you <laughs> how do you get into that? Do you do it all yourself? Do you write it on a on like um on a program on the computer? And then like I mean, what goes into that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I have a <laughs> I ha- I have a computer that I use. Uh, it's a program called FL Studio. Fruity Loops. I've, I've been using it for. <laughs> yeah, it's Fruity Loops. Uh, that's what they started off, and then I think Fruity Loops, they um, or Kellogg's probably went after them, so they changed the name to FL Studio. So yeah, I use Fruity Loops. Um, I, I've been using that since like Fruity Loops three, and now up they're up to twenty, I think. Or yeah, it's like twenty. I, yeah, yeah, it's I FL remember, Studio twenty. I remember
0: now. version version four. I think I used like a long long time ago yeah 2000s holy cow that's a long time ago it was like when computers still had the big brick monitors and the like giant towers and stuff (laughs)
2: yes so all right man uh let's see i ever since i was a kid i would always listen to different tracks like um for example acdc who made who album there was a couple of instrumental tracks on there and i would listen to it and i would you know, as we're go- driving down the road in the car, I would look out the window and I would envision like different scenes of a movie in my head, or I'd start making up my own movie in my head. And then it just kind of went from there. And I would always start making, I would try, to, I would listen to a film score and try to recreate it with a keyboard. And I'd sit there and I'm like, all right, how did they do this? And I would start trying to figure it out. And then I made a short film back in 2003. I filmed the entire short by myself. And the funny thing was is like my entire family was asleep and it was called the note and I made it I made it all by myself <laughs> in one night and I, I, I was like I need music and I didn't want to use like a, a you know a copyrighted film score so I made my own and it just kind of went from there and then somebody's like, Oh, I really liked your music. Um, you know, that would be cool if you did music for somebody else's thing. And then it was December of two thousand and three. I got my first film job. It was for a Halloween fan film called Halloween the Boogeyman. And they were going to use the original Halloween soundtrack, and they decided to go with me instead. So that was that was a nice Christmas present. I, I, I'm I'm that's, actually still friends with that director too. Nice,
0: that's super cool. I, I yeah. gosh, maybe I should re-download Fruity Loops again and start writing some stuff on there because <laughs> uh, that. Well, I mean, I mean, it's good times, you know.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I've gotten so much different software now. I there. I think, what what's the total number of, me and you come up with a total amount, I think it's like over $20,000 worth of software, including my computer and stuff I've gotten over the years and made myself. Collectively. Yeah, collectively. And I think it's like a total of like $20,000 worth of software. Every time I'd turn that computer on. But
3: that's like over 20 years of stuff in this right. computer. <laughs> right.
2: I mean, and you're talking, you know, different orchestra programs, different, you know, brass sections, and I. Strings. Different strings, Percussion. different, you know, different, you know, timpani drums. Right. I've got so many timpani drums right now. <laughs> I, love I love the timpani,
3: timpani. drums. Such yeah, a happy they're, drum.
0: They're some of the best <laughs> instruments out there. They just, they really just drive. The they music. Have a lot
3: of character. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah, I was listening that to quads,
3: so man. We yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I was listening to uh, your guys. I don't even remember. I think I think it was the the mummy one, and somehow Alan Silvestri got brought up, and I was like, oh my god, I need to go listen to the Avengers Endgame soundtrack right now, and so <laughs> I had to stop listening to your show and go listen to the portals song by Silvestri. <laughs> And the way that that thing starts I, out with that I timpani was, is just, it just gets you going. Yes, and I love amazing. it so much.
2: It, it really does. And see what what was crazy? Because I was just listening to Infinity War the other day. And I, I remember in game, like, the biggest part of the score, I mean, it was really good, but it wasn't as fun as the Infinity War score was. And then when you got to the portals track, though, that one was just, I was like, oh, this is awesome right
3: here. Timpanies are cool because, you know, you can tune a timpani. A snare drum yeah. is just a snare. Right. But it's, sometimes timpani has to be tuned. You're like, okay, let's tune the timpani. I remember them. I'm like, that must be such <laughs> a boring <laughs> doing, job. Doing, you know, I'm a, a flautist. <laughs> if I wanted to tune, I would just pull my, you know, mouthpiece in or out. I don't know how they tuned it. But I remember they would spend like a good, you know, 10 minutes tuning the timpani. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I remember songs. that too.
0: I think that's one of the reasons oh our dude. middle school band director didn't like to use songs with timpani because our percussionist would be like, nope, nope, what, hang on, hang on, almost, almost there, almost there. <laughs> and he'd be like, dude, <laughs> come that's on, let's, we gotta, we gotta rehearse here. <laughs> um, we
3: had this concert in Germany. I was like the, at the time I was the second flute player out of all Dodds school. So... Uh, you know it's kind of like all state band but I was second chair and I remember there was this oboe solo I think it was oboe and so the whole oboe week solo. long you, you we didn't hear the solo at all we would hear to scrape because you know how the oboe uh, players can eee, scrape their oh, reeds to fit their mouths you know and you just hear the <laughs> scrape 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 and we're like where's the solo we didn't even know if she could play the solo you'd hear hmm. to scrape scrape uh. So then one day, you know that I think it was that Friday or Saturday. Like I can't the start remember. of a horror movie. No. Scrape. Scrape. that's all you heard was scraping. <laughs> so when the concert time for the concert come, you know we were just praying that she could bust out to solo. And all of a sudden she played it beautifully. She just couldn't get her reed right, I guess, because you know they 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 uh, carved their own reeds. Mm. And uh, but that's all we heard was you know when it, he would hit it and then she. <laughs> oh wait, my my read's not right. <laughs>
2: I so thought you were fixing to go with that story south, man.
3: No, no, <laughs> this that is, was a triumphant story. Okay,
2: this isn't a, a band camp type of story, Chris. Okay, this
0: is no. This is, this is professional professional stuff here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't and, going band camp. I wasn't going that far. <laughs> I mean, I it happens. You never know. We we talked
0: to the bedwet and behead girls <laughs> last week and. Some of those conversations oh, wow. got a little <laughs> nuts. I don't know if you've ever listened to them. <laughs> they are awesome. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> no, they're they're super funny and they can go on some crazy tangents. So I don't think uh, I think we're safe here. <laughs> um. So, and I have to ask you:
2: you had to, you did your own music for the podcast, right? That has to be you.
3: Chris and I wrote it, yes. Yeah, okay. so
2: that was one of the things when we started the podcast. We were like, okay, when we started doing the theme, I said, we both have to make the theme because since we're both going to be on the podcast. So we sat down and we started working on it, and I started adding the brass in there, and she's going, no, 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 <laughs> hold on. So she's like pulling up a chair next to me, and I'm I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, what? What's wrong with it? And she's like, no, take this note no, right there. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's almost like what I had. She's like, but it's a little shorter. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> put, make it more of a uh, but half it, it note worked. with It worked out. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Look, I, I don't know how to put two notes together. I am not the greatest composer, you know, and music theory was so boring to me in school. <laughs> I hated music theory. You know, and especially when you start talking oh, yeah. about the Sharp family and you're like, well, an F Sharp is equivalent to an E. Wh- what? You know? It's like, I don't care less. <laughs> yep. So... Listening to his music, you know, I'm like, Chris, this is amazing because I can't put two notes together. They sound horrible when I put them together.
2: <laughs> See, she's classically trained where I'm not. I was going by ear. A- he gets U- caught. Com- yeah. With the classically he plays by trained, by even though
0: he, to mesh. I'm sorry. We're yeah. on a little bit
2: of a delay. He, I know we're a little. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. There was a slight delay. I haven't it's been to all
3: good. But yeah. no, Chris can play, he, he, at one time he played the trombone. So I know that knowledge is still in his brain. He just doesn't realize it. It's still there. <laughs> you got to dig it out somewhere. Out. Somewhere, float around. He yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to
0: get the rocks out of his brain and then you can get him to play trombone again, right?
3: No, I have rocks in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she's got my the brain. rocks. I,
0: I, would, I, rock. I would think that you probably, <laughs> if you take rocks in your pocket, you probably have so many rocks, you have to store them somewhere else. So what better
2: spot than Chris's head, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's idea. empty enough. I mean, it's like a big pocket. <laughs>
3: <laughs> never go out west with a backpack and it's an empty backpack and you're like "Ooh, look a rock Ooh, look a rock by the end of your hike your backpack is like 50 pounds and then you have to go through your rocks and say which one are you willing to sacrifice yep. to make it back to camp <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the moral of the story is don't go hiking with you with the empty backpack <laughs> i'll make sure to just I'll
1: bring a rocks, pack i
3: promise you <laughs> <laughs> My hips are heavy. What <laughs> is this? With all this extra yeah. pound. Oh, wait. This is boulder. I shoved it in my fanny pack. <laughs>
2: boulder. Just.
0: Um, so you magic. guys, a magic now, fanny pack. We're, now that we're like 30 minutes into this discussion, you guys <laughs> right. do a little podcast called Measuring the Score. Um, tell us a little bit about like, obviously we've talked to kind of what you guys are about, but tell us exactly what you guys do and and maybe how you got started with doing the show.
2: Well, we have been talking about what I have been talking about, want to do a podcast for a while. And Leslie was the one that came up with the idea. She said, why don't we do one together? And I was like, "Okay." so what's it going to be about? And she said, we sit around talking about film scores. Why don't we do one on film scores? And I was like, you know what? That would be a great discussion because. You know, I'm a film composer and you're a musician, but you're classically trained where I'm not, so that'll be great. So that's that's what we do. We sit around, we give our opinions on film scores and but we judge the film by itself and we judge it by three different criterias. Um, it's you know, doesn't work for the film. and uh, what are our favorite scenes or scores from the film? Because if there is no favorite scene or score, then the score doesn't work. And what could have been done bit better? You know, could there have been more variety in the score, different notes, different instruments? And so that's how we kind of measure the score, so to speak.
3: And, you know, when we started talking about uh, doing the podcast, I told Chris, I says, I want it to be um, an educational piece where not only do we, you know, kind of critique these film scores, you don't hear... Uh, critiquing much like what we do, you you'll hear them actually pulling apart somebody's music score, as in musically, you know, especially especially with uh, music theory and whatnot. But you know, uh, being in uh, the film industry, as Chris has had experience writing scores, you know, he knows good and well that uh, a score can either make or break a film, and you'll hear me talk about that in a podcast, um, in a few episodes that we've discussed that, you know, a good score can elevate. A film, a bad score, can totally destroy a film that's floundering, so to speak. Um, but, you know, when we sat down and discussed it, we wanted to do it in an intelligent-like manner. And so that's why we created the three criteria uh, that we, you know, utilized throughout, um, you know, utilized throughout our, our podcast. Kind of like a matrix. So, you know, kind of simple, but yet it, it stands alone. Um, we didn't want to overcomplicate it. And so no, we just left
2: it with those three questions. We wanted to leave it to where anybody could just listen to it, you know, not... And anybody, understand. Yeah, because yeah. not everybody thinks about film scores. So we wanted right. to kind of keep it open for everybody. Yeah,
0: and I I really love that idea. Um, I've always been a huge fan of any music, whether it's movies, video games. I love that you guys talk about video game music and scores every once in a while. <laughs> um cuz i mean seriously i god when i was a kid and i played donkey kong country i literally wrote my own lyrics to the ending boss music uh. of donkey kong country and would like sing my own tune um i don't know if you guys remember <laughs> sonic the hedgehog 2 do you remember that game
2: um oh yeah
3: yeah i played that one a lot i beat Th- it
0: there's a level don't called beater. chemical zone
3: yes
2: yes
0: if you say the words right side up to that tune it fits perfectly. So when I was a kid <laughs> I would always be singing <laughs> that stupid like phrase us. to that to that song <laughs> and I always just loved music <laughs> from any aspect You anything. sound like this so.
3: and i <laughs> Chris and I do that. We, we with, do
2: it all the time. We do it all the time. We're, we're sitting there playing a game, and we'll start singing our own lyrics to the song. And I mean, even I even do it with film scores. I like, do it
3: with Star Trek, you know, um, Star Wars. You get the th- main theme, and I'll start uh, yeah. singing, Star Wars, Empire <laughs> yeah. Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars.
2: <laughs> see, yeah. I ruined... See, you were talking about Star Trek 2009. I ruined... Um, God, I, I can't remember the bad guy's name. Eric Bana's character, um, uh, Nero. Nero. N- Nero's oh. theme. I, my, uh, me and my brother ruined that theme because if you sit there when it, because you know, it's like, yeah. so we sit there going SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> 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 so, so every time I watch Star and I listen, I hear that theme. I, I, I immediately go to SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> And yeah, we do that, that all the time, you just so get don't feel random,
0: bad. Random words in your head and sing those words. I feel like it's a kitchen thing. I used to do it in my kitchen all the time when I worked today. <laughs> I was a kitchen manager, you know, just cutting up onions or something, and a song would come on, and you'd just change the lyrics to the song, you know.
1: I did
3: nice. that today while making homemade taquitos. So yeah. there you I go. was singing. Chris is <laughs> like, What are you singing? I'm like, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
2: Just singing yeah, about the flowers so and yeah, the taquitos. We, we do th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so yeah, we we definitely do that with video game music.
3: <laughs> yeah, and we we talked about doing maybe some bonus episodes also with. Um, Video game music uh, in the future. We've been been throwing it around. Yeah, if
2: we do a Patreon, we're thinking about calling it Measuring the High Score Uh and and do video game music. And do
3: video game music.
2: And we would have it set up exactly the same way. Uh Uh-oh, we just made Josh happy. I (laughs) love that.
0: (laughs) Hey, if you ever need a guest to talk about some video game music,
2: let me know. (laughs) Well, we've already got the first episode planned out. We've already got the first one. It's Mega Man 2 oh my favorite
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, see? you didn't even see my shirt that i'm wearing it's zelda did, so all the bad guys are the I, original was, zelda. I was trying to
0: figure it out <laughs> i couldn't tell if it was Mega Man, if it was pokemon but now i have but Mega it's Man actually now, now that the i look at it robot. it is definitely zelda because these got are the, the bad guy guys that, that eats you there and you got
3: yeah the like like yeah I love <laughs> it. And that's, that's from
0: <laughs> uh, a link to the past, Zelda, right? Super Nintendo? No, this no.
3: is the first, it's the, the first. Original. it's the first one. Yeah,
0: the okay. very original. I was trying to think. I mean all yeah. of those same yeah. I guess except for the blue knight. That's the only one that's not in the Super Nintendo version. They didn't bring those ones back yeah. in. I, yeah. I don't think maybe they did. Maybe I'm
3: The Fireballs. Mistaken.
0: I don't know, but that's a cool Fireball. shirt. I love it. <laughs>
3: It was my birthday present. My birthday is this week, so Chris oh. got it for me for my what birthday because he knows how so much I love it? Zelda. The f- uh, it's Friday, the
2: twenty
0: fifth. Yep. Oh my God, Kylie's birthday is the twenty sixth. Happy! Oh, my that? Wow.
3: Yeah.
0: Thank you. That's great. Wow, that's great. Um, yeah. and so if my if my math is correct, are you are you close to that to that milestone?
2: Did you?
3: Yeah, next year. Okay,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, next year. Next year.
3: Not this year. My last year in my 30s. (laughs) (laughs) Live it up. Live it up. My last year in my 30s. No, I'm old. I'll be in the bed early. (laughs) It's 8.30.
0: It's too Uh late for me. I need to wake up at 4 tomorrow.
3: No, Chris gets, see, I'm a night owl. So no. my, I'm, I'm naturally up at night if I don't have to go to work. And Chris is like, I don't understand. I've never met anybody that wants to clean the house at 11 o'clock at night. He does. I'll be wide awake.
2: <laughs> I have place. to tell her, we need to go to bed.
3: I'll be wide awake at 11 o'clock. At night. But I'll be sleepy throughout the whole day. And then like 9 o'clock at night hits. And I'm like, I'm up. <laughs> what can
0: oh, we do today? Goodness, I am the exact <laughs> same way today. So I was up last night till about three in the morning i think editing the latest sudden but inevitable Ooh. podcast i woke up at 9 30 and was like i'm ready to go to loveland to see my dad <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> and and i work at seven o'clock in the morning you know but i'll still stay up till 11 12 sometimes one o'clock just doing anything else so yeah. i i feel that i feel that for sure um
3: i try not to do that but it sometimes it happens in my natural you know Cacadian rhythm will kick in and then i'll be like i'm up yep. what can i do chris is like go to sleep i said no i want to create something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do a lot of art so you know yeah, i can't hard. sit oh, yeah. still Yep.
0: and then do you uh do you just like once a month do you crash for like 12 13 hours do you ever get that i get that That yep. was
3: saturday saturday i just couldn't get out yeah. of bed i was
0: exhausted go. see your body just eventually goes see, i'm no, that
2: way go to sleep that's <laughs> right <laughs> I'm that way. If I get a if I get a film score, I got to do. I'll, I can I can't focus on anything but that score. Uh-huh. I get tunnel See, vision. He knows. And I'll sit there. You know, I'll do the same thing. It's like midnight, one o'clock. It's like I'm steadily. I was like, no, I've got this idea. I've got to hurry up and make this music. I got it in my head. I need to get it out. But any other time, 11 o'clock hits, I'm probably passing out in my chair that I have when we're watching TV. Yeah, he falls asleep
3: (laughs) early. I'll glance over there. He looks just like a – he reminds me of my grandfather, my dad, you know, that used to fall asleep in the chair with his mouth (laughs) gaping open, you know.
0: I'm just resting my eyes. Chris is getting that way.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) It started a few years back when we were watching TV, and he sat in the comfy chair, and the next thing he knows, he was out, and he woke up, he's like, I've never fallen asleep during a movie before. What's going on? <laughs> and then it's gone downhill since. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. You're just getting old man no, syndrome. Knows. It's
0: all right, man. <laughs> it
2: happens. Thanks. Thank you so much, both of you. <laughs> hey.
0: I'm I'm getting there as well. I've I've started to become the guy that falls asleep during baseball games. Cause I mean it's easy, oh. but I used to not fall asleep. Like now I turn on baseball to fall asleep, like my grandpa does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just kind of.
3: You're like gotta watch the game. I mean, uh, gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, this is the perfect
0: thing to sleep to. Nothing exciting is ever happening in this sport. This is wonderful. <laughs> it's
3: like tennis. Tennis. I love tennis, but I like playing tennis. Watching tennis is boring. It will put me yep, to sleep.
0: Definitely. Yep. Golf. Same <laughs> thing. I'd rather play it than watch it. Um, I did. I did want to comment on on your name too, measuring the score because I feel like there's so many different things that go into that. Because not only are you measuring the you know how a score is, but measure is a classical term in music already. So you're like putting the score to different measures. I don't know. I I was thinking about it earlier when I was all stoned, and I was like, Yes, oh, that's no, really no, cool no. Idea. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No,
3: you're you're. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's exactly what we were going for. We were trying to figure oh. out a, a good name, and uh, when we came up with that, we are like, okay, we wrote it down, and then the next one we came up with, we are like, no, I like that first idea better, and then we come up with another one, and we're like, Nah, I like that first idea better. I, so, I think the
2: first name we had was going to be called Soundtrack Life, and it- That was his
3: idea. I think that's kind of crappy. Yeah,
2: thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much.
3: I Love mean, you, it, too, it, it delivers what, what it needs to
0: deliver, Um but
2: definitely, but it do- good, it good job going back to the drawing It doesn't board. have the same ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: That was beat, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's not
2: me. all you. It is all not all you. No, 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 ma'am. No. <laughs> no, ma'am. No,
3: honestly, though, um, when we <laughs> we sat down and we were like, yeah, I don't know about you know that name, and when we started going down the list. And like I said, any time we would mention another one, we're like, nah, we like measuring your score better and uh we we feel like it you know just caught the spirit of our what we're trying to accomplish in our our uh, podcast and I agree. our our musical fans will understand the the nice subtle pun there
0: <laughs> yeah and i i definitely <laughs> caught on to it i like that um i've always loved nice. great. classical music film compositions all that stuff um i was a huge fan of so the, what's your
3: favorite film score
0: i mean it's, I mean, come on now.
2: Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so come on now. <laughs> you know the
2: answer. I mean, seriously, he's got Grogu in the background. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I I
0: literally watched the Mandalorian me. season two, like the last episode yesterday. And still with that last, uh, the one, the last song that Ludwig von Garrison does. Goranson? Goranson um Man. Uh, I think it's Goranson. Goranson, yeah. But he's that just... man. God, he's so good. And he captured the... The John Williams, Luke Skywalker track. Like when I first watched that episode, I knew immediately that it was Luke Skywalker coming in because there's a certain pattern of notes that I told him that. Chris is like,
3: no, are you sure about that? I said, Chris, that's Luke Skywalker. He's like, are you really sure? And then he saw the (laughs) green lightsaber. I'm like, that's Luke's lightsaber. He's like. And really? those of us are that are
0: initiated sure? <laughs> to classical music understand those like couple little notes Is that, that right? you can recognize from older <laughs> scores, <laughs> and and yeah, I I still like I was watching it yesterday and I still it brings tears to my eyes because it's just I something about the the music I don't know it's it's always been that way, um, like I said and it it's been a huge part of my life since I was a kid. My grandma started teaching me piano when I was four or five. Um I always loved the Star Wars music. Um but I I wanted to ask you guys what it, like as far as film composers go, um wh- who is your favorite film composer
2: and why is it John Williams? <laughs> 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 Uh, well, I was I was just about to say, well, John Williams is at the top for both of us, but we yeah, we he's do have somebody, top three. Yeah, definitely, he's top in, in top three. He is definitely number one on both of our lists. But we do have different composers we do like.
3: Yeah, you know my my top composer that I really like is uh, James Horner. Uh, I love his music. Yeah, I love the fact that he can evoke emotion. You know, we did a a, um, a um, showcase on him and. We need to discuss the the skill set that he possessed there. With just he can make anybody cry. He, he did could, Titanic, you know, didn't just he? Very easily through his music. Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah. And uh, see what was interesting Braveheart. about that? Yeah, he did Braveheart, Titanic, yes. and see Titanic was the first time he worked back with James Cameron because he worked with Cameron on Aliens, and they had a horrible time because Cameron was under a lot of stress filming it and. Uh, Horner, I think, had like two or it had like three weeks to work on the score. And they were constantly making changes to the edit. And that's when Horner said, I will never work with James Cameron ever again. And then when Titanic came around, Cameron was like, I, I need James Horner again. I, I got to have James Horner. So they sat down and had a discussion, and said, we will only we will work together. But you have to be a, a nice person when you talk. To him. <laughs> and it was really hard for James Cameron because <laughs> apparently he has a. Uh, as a uh, rap for being a having a bad attitude on yeah. set, so I, I watched that every South time Park episode James Horner would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so every time James Ca- or James Horner called Cameron and he was like, "Are you in a good mood today?" He was like, "No." He's like, "Okay, so you hang up the phone." <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: great though, and what a, what a great yes. gentleman's contract to have between each other. Like, listen, exactly. if you're gonna be a jerk, I'm not gonna talk to you about it. So. <laughs> yeah. I like we'll that talk tomorrow.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yes, he is my favorite composer. Um uh, John Williams is in my top three. Well see, I, I like
2: John Williams, I like James Horner, but I I gotta go with my second choice is Mark Hibbaltrami, who did uh, all of the scream scream films. He did one, oh, two, three, and four. Oh, okay. And he's such a he's such a versatile composer and the fact that he does not like horror movies at all and can create such a haunting score, it to me is amazing. And he can switch between so many different genres. I mean, he did Logan, you know, with with uh, Hugh Jackman, and that that is a very, you know, powerful score. And uh, another another good yeah. one he did Three Ten to Yuma with uh, Christian Bale. Okay. And uh,
3: oh, the remake.
2: Yeah, the, and the one with Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. That was a, that, and see, that was nominated for Academy Award. And I've actually talked to Marco before. And he's a really nice guy. And I remember when he was nominated and I saw he didn't win because I watched that night and I seen his face. He was like, you seen him kind of like look down and he started clapping and I sent him an email. I was like, I'm so sorry he didn't win. He goes, it's okay. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I got back. It's okay. <laughs>
0: Just just twisting the knife over there, Chris. Just like, you know, it sucks you didn't win,
2: but uh, maybe next time. Uh, I, 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 was, I was trying it so hard to be comforting, but at the same time, I was like, kinda, ah, kinda, I, yeah. I probably just made it worse. I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> it sounded like so, kinda, Marco, kinda if you're listening, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> condescending at the same time.
0: No, that that's cool, though. So you got you guys have a bit of a rapport, I guess.
3: Yeah, and
2: I uh, the first film that I scored that got a... a uh, pretty good release it was uh through Lionsgate it was a film called Chemical Pill and I sent Marco an email and I told him it was like hey man I, I'm not really too sure if you remember me or not and I just wanted to tell you you know because he always looked up to him and I, I want to say you know thank you for always making the music that you do and always you know being nice and talk to me and everything else and I just want to let you know my uh, film I just scored got a pretty good release through Lionsgate and I just wanted to say thank you and he's like of course I remember you Chris he said oh that's fantastic what's the name of the movie send me the score I want to hear it so, I mean it was really cool
0: heck yeah that's that's way cool and it's always awesome to hear that from someone that you maybe look up to or something like that you know I I love that He he's he's always been nice he really has so talking about some of our favorite Composers and stuff. Do you think there are any film composers out there that maybe get a little more credit than they should?
2: There are some out there, yes. <laughs> and it's okay. I I know that I know
0: you don't want like we don't want to talk shit about anyone per se, but personally I think Danny Elfman gets a little bit more credit than he should. I like some of his stuff. But, you know, sometimes his little hippity hoppity bunny rabbit esque music going through movies kind of <laughs> Drives me insane. So are, is, are there any composers out there that do that to you?
2: Well, I, for a while, I wasn't the hugest fan of uh, Bear McCreary when he first started off. I like Bear. Oh, yeah. I like him now. But when he first started off, he just kept using a fiddle every time he turned around in a score. And I'm going, <laughs> it doesn't fit this score. What did you do? Why do you have a fiddle in there? And when I found out he was the composer for Walking Dead, I'm like, oh. And, of course, oh, one of the first tracks in there, you hear I was like, you hear the fiddle. I'm like, come on, man. Get Maybe he the-
3: just liked the fiddle. That was, was his it favorite instrument. fitting
2: the scene.
3: It was frustrating
2: me. But he has become one of my, you know, favorite composers now. I mean, and he, he's another one that's super versatile and, you know, I love the score to Godzilla: King of the Monsters that he did because his track Rodan is fantastic. It is. It's
3: wonderful. And he,
0: oh, I he has this driving that. percussion. Go- That's really cool.
2: Yeah, that was Bear. That was huh. that was Bear. And, and there there was this one track. It, it, after after we do this, you, you got to go listen to it. It's called Rodan. He's got this driving and percussion going, and he kind of like it's going, it's going to go. All of a sudden, he breaks it up for a second, and then the orchestra starts following along with it. I I'd love that track every time and I remember when I first heard it I had to let I was like Leslie you gotta come hear this you gotta come hear it and she's like oh that's pretty cool and
3: I'm like no that's awesome <laughs> we have different musical tastes see <laughs> he likes that spy you know uh, chasing music uh, suspense type of music yeah. I'm more of a drama type of person so that's yeah. okay though I, I like much. the stuff
0: that makes me cry it happens you know and and some yep. of it some of it shouldn't make me cry like some of the star wars music should be happy but i'm still just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
3: you, um you have fan you know cuz you just an uber fan that's all
0: yeah i guess
2: but there's i mean we gave it away maybe grogu in the back i don't know there there's some music <laughs> that
0: uh what, it, what th- i'm trying to think of a movie that that shouldn't make you cry but like because of the music i don't know th- th- something about scores and stuff if if they do it right And it gives you this certain amount of chills when the scene is happening. It can just give you too many emotions. You know what I mean?
3: (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, granted, you have some music that will take you, you know, help you fully immerse into the movie. So you can, you know, experience all the feelings in the movie. And then you have some music... That's so horrible that it pulls you out of the movie and you're like, why is this movie playing? This is a crappy movie. What is this going on? I want to go home. I just wasted, you know, I, how much are tickets now? I can't remember. You know, just, no just wasted 15, all this money. To Jeez,
2: sit here <laughs> watch it. There, there's only been one movie that we refused to go back and called The Apparition. It was a scary movie. We went to the theaters and saw it, and we were so close to walking out because the movie was terrible. Mm. It was a horrible movie, and then there was nothing redeeming about the movie. The score was terrible, (laughs) and I love those composers. It was Tom and Andy. I They did the Mothman prophecy, but Mm. God, the apparition was terrible.
3: We didn't like it. Terrible movie. And we're like, geez, and it just seemed like it dragged on and on and on, and I'm like, Uh. is it done yet? And it's like (laughs) 10 minutes later. (laughs)
0: I feel like it's a like lot of western watch school I feel like a lot of westerns do that with music. You kind of get like some of the western music is really good but then some of it is too uh, what's that instrument that sounds like a spring? Wham wham wham. You know what I'm saying? The spaghetti western kind of music. Harp. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: yes.
2: Jaw harp. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe the jaw harp. jaw
3: harp? Jaw? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, s- Yeah. Like again, when used correctly so. and and sp- sparingly, <laughs> it's great, but some of those old ones well, great. just that music takes me out of it yeah so
2: there there were some that was like well huh. no, we did uh the good and the bad and the ugly on on our podcast and i did i, I had, had never to i had never seen the movie i had never seen the movie all i had seen like bits and pieces of it and i had never listened to the score other than you know the the narrow i mean everybody knows that one but the the uh the rest of the score. Oh my God, dude. That was amazing.
3: The ecstasy of gold was oh, wonderful. yeah, that,
2: that one was like you know and for the scene though, it was kind of dizzying a little bit when the camera was steadily spinning around.
3: Yeah, and that was state of the art though at the time. You know, he was oh. experimenting with um those long shots and he liked you know, he was trying to, to to show the fact that he was running in motion, so it's like he was spinning the camera around. So I can't imagine watching that on IMAX. It would oh. make you <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd throw up. <laughs>
0: oh no no thanks
3: the IMAX you'd be like (laughs) gotta leave now
0: there are some movies now that like the steady cam where they're holding the camera around that I I can't I can't handle it like Blair Witch was probably the one and only movie that I've watched that I'm okay with Cloverfield I liked Cloverfield but the like crazy camera motions always makes me
2: yeah no thanks I, I'm I'm with you on that one. Blair Witch was not that bad, but Cloverfield was. Uh, and I recently went back and watched Cloverfield, and it still bothered me. Mm. So especially at the yeah. end
0: when they're running away uh, I, from the
2: monster and you're, they're
0: trying to like oh find God, focus yeah, it was in anything, terrible. and oh, you're like, "What is life right now?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let me uh, let me see where I'm at on my notes here. I think. Um... <laughs> I think we we went through most of my I love when I love when interviews go organically and we go through all my notes without me <laughs> <laughs> <and we laughs> go through all my notes. It's fantastic. Nice. Um so yeah, thank <laughs> you're you You're like again I'm lost. What's
3: going on here? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, th-
0: no, I'm like reading them and I'm like okay, we talked about that. We talked about that. We we went through that. That's great. Um are there any any movies or or scores of movies that you're You've already committed that you're never gonna touch. Oh.
3: I don't we hadn't discussed that. You know, yeah, that's, that, no, we haven't been we haven't discussed that one. We hadn't discussed that one at all. You know, we, we finished
2: uh well, recording we season one. We just talked about the apparition, so that's definitely probably one we won't touch.
3: <laughs> that, yeah, we that probably won't even interest us enough to even write it down. No. Well um, maybe you should. So but you no, can we just finished <laughs> talking about how bad it <laughs> crossing off. so we we wrapped up recording season one and we sat down and we wrote our notes for season two so we kind of tentatively got season two wrapped out of you know what uh what uh, scores we want to look at as well as movies um but you know chris and i have talked about kind of mixing uh a little bit of the old versus new you know because we do like some of those older scores you know i grew up watching the old movies with dad and uh he still watches the black and white movies you know um that he loves we can even go f- as far back as if we could find the scores of some of the uh talkies even if we wanted to go that far back the talkies. maybe yeah the talk well, they were they're called yeah, the I know, talkies
2: i know but it's, it's just funny saying it it is it's t-
3: <laughs> Talkie, talkie, talkie.
2: what's a what's
3: <laughs> but a talkie we have Sorry, never...
0: i don't think i've ever heard that term before
3: the the old movies when they were um silent you had silent films and then that conversion between silent and with the oh. vocals. They were called talkies because they, you okay. could hear them talk.
1: Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah.
3: Yeah. So, you know, but through all that, Chris and I have not said, Oh, let's not touch that one. You know, we, we were, we, we have this, you know, we're married. So we have these marriage powers. We kind of, <laughs> it's funny because the longer you're married the, the more like the other one you become. So, you know, I was <laughs> we write, oh, yeah, that's a great one. Oh, yeah, that's another good one. You know, we we go back and forth like, oh, yeah, that's a great, that's a great idea, you know, sort of thing. We haven't not, we hadn't disagreed upon what we want to do.
2: I guess considering because we're still in season one, I don't think we're going to get to that point. I'm not even really sure if we're going to get to that point, period, where we don't, you know, go after something because... I mean, why not?
3: We may do it just to challenge ourselves, kind of like with Beverly Hills Cop, because we knew that one was going to be difficult, but we wanted the challenge of seeing how our matrix would work with something that was, you know, a little bit more challenging as far as composition versus, you know, um, soundtrack. So uh, we may even just, you know sit down and say, yeah, you know, we may not like this, but let's try it anyway and see how our Matrix works out. You
0: yeah. know, speaking of going from old to new, some, something that might be fun is uh, doing scores of remakes. You know, you do like the, you talk about the score of the original and then talk about the score of the remake of whatever it is and then talk about the differences of those. That that could be fun. We
2: we, we talked about doing that uh, for Clash of the Titans. We were talking about oh. doing the original and the... Uh, remake because
3: that's my favorite movie the, i love the film oh my god the original film was great movies the, the reference to the owl
0: in the remake made me giddy <laughs> it was so cool
3: that made me sad that oh made her god. sad why I, would you throw I love the, away i love the
0: reference to the, that kind of thing though where they're like oh, oh wait,
3: this, this is junk
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that thing was so oh, integral god, to the original movie
3: <laughs> yeah. right well, That's why I was upset. But
2: see, and the remake was a good movie, but it in comparison to when you when you have to compare them against one another, it was not as you know, it didn't have the same charm as the original film. But it was still good. It was still fun. But the score was amazing. Was amazing
3: to, to the remake. I love it.
2: Ramin Jawadi just did a fantastic he job. Yeah. I mean, I. I remember there because he come out of Hans Zimmer's camp, uh, Remote Control Productions, and Hans Zimmer talked about. Um, he said, "Yeah, R- Ramin would be up in the rafters creating, you know, genius work." And I can believe it because <laughs> I mean, it's like just about every one of his scores is amazing. You know, Clash of the Titans, the Fright Night remake he did. Oh
3: yeah, that was a good one too. that was oh, a good I score. Mean, that
2: was, a, uh, that was an amazing score.
3: That's so we that's we've talked good. about that the old versus new remake versus you know. Um, the original, and it's so funny that you mention it because I think we ha- I have written down in my notebook somewhere uh, <laughs> that you know that we want to do that because uh, I think that uh, we're doing something similar or a bonus episode.
2: Yeah, see, because we're, we're still in season one. At the end of season, at our season finale, we talk about it. We're going to be doing bonus episodes, and uh, we've got three bonus episodes planned. They're going to be one a month and one in October, one in November, one in December. And since we've got October, November, December, so we're going to make it all ho- holiday based. So for October, we're doing oh. Halloween 1978 versus Halloween 2018. And uh, Cheapseat, uh, the entire team at Cheap Seat is going to be on with us for oh, that one.
0: Nice. Those guys are awesome. That'll be a fun yeah.
2: show. And then we've got Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for November, and we got Digital di- digital Dissection on for that one. And then December is The Nightmare Before Christmas, and we got the Nostalgia Test on for that one.
0: Okay. Nice. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. I wonder if there's another one, because if you're doing Halloween 1978 and Halloween 2018, let's see, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, what what well, was another we due were, date with Robert Downey Jr.? That's a Planes, Trains, and Automobiles kind I see, of movie. I haven't seen
2: See, we were going to do that. We were originally going to do Dutch and Plain Trains and Automobiles because Dutch had a score by Alan Silvestri. But the problem is that film is no longer available anywhere on streaming service. We
3: can't find it.
2: Yeah, it is not on Amazon. You can't rent it or buy it, and it's not available on like Hulu, anything like that. Some reason it got pulled. Is that what happened?
0: Did it get something from cancel culture? I don't
2: know. I don't know.
3: I don't right. know. We thought it was bizarre because, you know, we grew up watching Dutch and uh, it's a funny movie. And, you know, wow. I, when Chris is like, I can't find this. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's not on Amazon. It's not here. It's not there. I'm like, surely it's got to be somewhere. And no, we weren't able to find it at all. Let's, yeah. Let's so that. that's
2: why we just stuck with, you know, just playing strands and Automobiles because it, it's going to be different because it's mainly a soundtrack based. Movie, but there are a lot of scenes in there that I thought were a uh, score, and turns out they're not, they're actually just soundtracks. So, oh, oh, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, gonna
0: then, be inter- <laughs> All right. well, that, I mean, that sounds great. So, let's see, you said your season one just wrapped up, or it's about to wrap up. How many episodes? It's about it to wrap up. To,
2: we're fixing to we're actually going to be releasing uh, episode 10 Monday, tomorrow. And okay. that's going to be a showcase on Danny Elfman. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah, I didn't want to say anything. Sure. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it was really good, though. And what was really cool about this, though, when I... Because I, we release our episodes once every two weeks. Uh, so the first week I release the episode and I try to promote it on Twitter. You're know, like, hey, here's a new episode and everything else. And then the next week I will put out a uh, audiogram of the episode that we did you know just kind of hey if you want to listen to here's a full episode and then like toward the end of the week i'll start teasing the new episode so when i teased that episode there i tagged danny elfman in the tweet well he ended up liking the tweet (gasps) oh yeah so i was like oh so monday when i release it i'm gonna make sure to tag him in there Make sure so not to we'll attack we'll me you know, so he doesn't see me talking th-
0: shit about him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if, if we can get him on through the show, then i am like, hey, that guy, Josh, from he really doesn't like <laughs> your <laughs> music. <laughs> <laughs> he, he thinks no. your music sucks, so...
3: Pay um. <laughs> <laughs> him a Burn. visit, no.
1: <laughs>
0: no, he, he was the... Uh, uh, bat- the Batman soundtrack was one of the best soundtracks ever, that was so, I mean, I can't... You can't go wrong with with Danny Elfman there are just some no. movies I feel
2: like where I'm just like dude enough yeah I, <laughs> yeah I, no I get that I get that I and he's that.
3: very eccentric fellow and, yes. and his, it translates into his music you, you can hear that in- eccentricity into his music and uh you know well, you before doing from Oingo, showcase for him <laughs> Yeah. yes
2: so yeah th- so that's episode 10 is uh Danny Elfman and then um We've got five more episodes after that, and that's and our last episode we do a showcase on Brian Tyler.
0: Yeah. Okay. Nice. So it's a fifteen episode season. We're still releasing. And then are you? And you Mm -hmm. said you're gonna do like a it looks like a break with some bonus episodes for the next few months. So then are you gonna start season two up in January again? Is that when that happens? Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. that's
2: what we're planning. That's what we're we're planning. And uh, I've got we we've got season two is gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna start. Uh, actually, with our bonus episodes, we're gonna start having music onto the show. We're gonna okay. play like at least like ten ten seconds of the music while we're talking. So we we'll try to avoid you know any copyright infringement yep. or strikes against us. We're gonna play you that and see how as, it goes. As long as it's not and, live,
0: and as long as you're not like making money off of it, and you're giving all the credits where the credits right. are due and stuff. I have, I've been doing this for five years, and I've used music and. Other, so many other things that as long as I credit them, I, I haven't had any strikes or anything like that. So, right, okay, yeah, but I did get Chris in trouble like, once for using, uh, I got, I got in trouble once for using an unreleased Blink 182 song, I didn't realize it was unreleased.
3: Uh, I got oh. a cease and desist oh. order on that one.
0: <laughs> But,
3: uh, it's okay. I love Blink 182 though, man. That brings back memories. Yeah, <laughs> that, that brings back. Hey, memory.
0: man, I I was so excited to get um, an email from Blink 182's agent saying, "Hey, this song hasn't been released yet. <laughs> Can you not use this, please?" <laughs> I found it, it was on a it was funny. It was on a the Hacksaw Ridge soundtrack, um, and okay, it had. Like the song was on the soundtrack, but it hadn't officially been released yet, or something like that. And I had dug it up off of like Doesn't Pirate Bay sense. or something, and I was like, All right, here we go. And little did I know, <laughs> <laughs> algorithms of the internet got me busted. So nice,
3: you're just so um, happy you got a, a letter from them. Didn't matter what season <laughs> it is, you're like, I'll happily, <laughs>
0: I still have it saved in my emails. Man,
2: let me.
3: <laughs> oh, it <really> ceased.
2: <laughs> Print it out and frame it.
0: <laughs> oh, I should. I really <laughs> look, should look it's from
2: them. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
0: um, well that's great. It it sounds like you guys have some really good plans for the future of measuring the score. Um and I'm definitely excited to see where that all goes. That'll that'll be a lot of fun for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's where we're hoping. Um we've got a we've got a couple of things, like I said, in the works as far as trying to Ramp, you know, ramp up the show. Try to you know, change some things, and like I said, we're we're thinking about doing a Patreon and having the bonus episodes on there. We're still working out the logistics of that because that's going to be a big task. Because I've got another podcast, and I'm about to start up with some friends of mine, and so it it'd be juggling three different podcasts, <laughs> so it's like okay, we we gotta work this out. You know, we gotta I, uh, plan everything out before I go any further. I get that. <laughs> Yeah, I know, because you're you've got an entire network. So <laughs> it's
0: uh, this. So this is my oh. fifth out of five podcasts since Wednesday. Woo. Um, man. luckily I don't edit all of them, but I do edit most of them. So <laughs> uh, it uh, I feel for you,
2: man. It yeah, keeps Chris me busy. Goes through I hours and I then love it. I listen. I love it. So
3: see, you need a second person. So when yeah. Chris. Goes through it the first time. He takes all the ambient noises out and whatnot, and then he puts it on the Dropbox. And I listen to it, and I'll say, mm, "Chris, that doesn't sound right." Yeah. I listen to it at work while I'm typing reports. Ah, or in so the okay. car. I don't. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't listen to him again. After I try. You irritate, don't. I don't listen to him again. I'm done. <laughs> He's I can't. done with it. I I, have, like, I. I don't like listening to myself.
3: <laughs> I have to listen. Yeah. Anytime he listens to himself, he makes fun of himself. I can't believe I just said that.
2: Uh, I call myself a moron a lot. I sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: funny. You'll get I over do. that eventually, I promise. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, prob-
0: probably. <laughs> um, no, that's y- you know with with the network, everyone everyone does does their part, and, and it's been such an honor working with all of these guys. They've all, some of them never podcasted before. They joined up earlier this year. Some of them have been doing podcasts, but they've all killed it you know people a couple of them have been learning how to edit so it's been helping me with some things and Jesse's taken right. over the Sudden but Inevitable show like and he's killing it with that show so it's it's been yeah. so much fun working with all of them and I don't know it's 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 been I don't know the, the greatest 6 months of this podcast and this network so I'm I'm loving doing it
2: um, I mean you guys are like you guys are killing it because you got the uh, the podcast convention that you're starting up and everything else, and you got the the sudden but inevitable bebop now <laughs> yeah. coming out. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's
0: uh, and the 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 convention, I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, and if anyone listening to this podcast wants to know what that's about, go to twistmodernpodcast dot <laughs> com and go to the podcast convention <laughs> page, and you can check it all out there. Um, but no, Jesse and I have been working. Very hard on that and trying to get everything figured out and planned out the right way. Um I think August fourteenth is what we're looking at for that day. So it's been it's a new Wow, experience. that's my birthday.
3: birthday. Is it really?
0: <laughs>
3: let me let me yes, just double let funny? me just double
0: check on that. Hang on. Yep, yep, it's a Saturday. <laughs> it's August 14th, a Saturday.
3: That's Chris's birthday. Nice. Well,
0: dang, all right. Well maybe we'll see you on your
2: birthday. <laughs> um I I I I will I will try to make that yeah. <laughs> no, I think it, you know, they'll, they'll I think I'm uh, on
0: vacation that week. So there you go. Yeah, they'll be all over the YouTubes if you want to go back. It'll be fine. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, like But yeah, so <laughs> I, before, before yeah, we uh, yeah before we wrap this up, I I, I do want to do our TMA lightning round. Um, I do this with all of our guests. We have a little lightning round, and I ask a few this or that questions, and you just. Pick them really quick. Don't think about it. Just pick it. And then at the end of the season, so actually next week is the last episode of the Twist My Arm season of interviews. So I'm taking about a month or two off of TMA shows. And then coming back. But in that month, I'm going to tally up all of the different scores and all the different things. And Jesse and I will have a nice competition. Um, so, if you guys are game, I think we'll uh, get this this lightning round started.
3: Okay, Brain, come on. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do this brain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. We'll start. um, I'll ask the question and then we'll answer. We'll have Leslie go first and then Chris answer after that. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Anime (laughs) or no anime? There's no in between. It's either you watch anime or you don't watch anime. No anime.
3: Anime.
0: Okay. Tool or Blink-182? Blink-182. (laughs)
3: Blink-182.
2: Lord of the Rings (laughs) or
3: Harry Potter? Oh. Oh, why did you have to ask that one? Quick, quick, quick. Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter. Ah, All right.
0: Firefly or Mandalorian?
3: Mandalorian. Firefly.
2: Power Rangers or Ninja <laughs> Turtles? Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Come on.
3: Excellent.
0: <laughs> Super Nintendo
2: or Sega? Oh, Nintendo. Yeah,
3: Super Sorry, Nintendo. Sorry, I had to answer
2: first. <laughs>
0: that all right. Excellent. That was it. That's that's the end of the lightning
2: round. <laughs> okay. We okay. were still waiting, was like, come on, another one.
0: But that was I'll get ready. I'm
3: listening. And I
0: knew I knew I, I had a lot more in common with you guys than I first suspected. Because as I was listening to your shows, I was like, "These guys are like I agree with everything that they're talking about." And so now that now that we've gone through the lightning round, I know that we
2: could be real life friends. So this is great. Yes. <laughs> so that's why you're definitely going to be on the bonus episode for uh, measuring the high score. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Country or Sonic the Hedgehog. That's that's all I ask. Well, I guess Zelda too. That could be cool, okay. I guess. I don't know.
3: <laughs> but I love Zelda. Zelda's <laughs> we'll, my we'll, favorite. We'll
2: do Donkey we'll do Donkey Kong Country just for you.
3: He yes. should see all your games you have over here. Yeah. You got a, he ca- got a he's got a cabinet yeah. full of games. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, I I'm love
2: a big, it. I'm a big gamer.
3: I told him that's why he married me, so he could get my <laughs> Nintendo games. That's uh, my cabinet is over there with all my Nintendo games.
0: See, and Kylie has all the 64 games, so that's exactly why we moved in together. Because I was like, I need that Super <laughs> Mario 64. <laughs> so <laughs> I've um, got
3: all of the Mega Mans. I've got Shadowgate, and I think I've got uh, yes. I got one. It's still in its original box too. So Zoda's.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Star, bo- Star Tropics
3: two. Nice. box.
0: I'm about to. I and I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna start doing my game streams. I'm trying to get that going again, but I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start with Mega Man X, the X series. Nice, uh, nice. That, was, nice. that nice. was one of my favorites, and it's a little bit easier than the original Mega Mans. Um, I would like to play a game that I could actually play through and beat, instead of someone <laughs> just watching me fall <laughs> off the edge all the time. Um, but yeah, I, me- Mega I, Man. I beat <laughs>
3: all of the Mega Mans. But the first one, and that's the original six. I beat all of it. The- well, no, because I really didn't play four that much, but I beat I beat two, three, five, and six, and then I had to go back, I think, and beat one on the 3DS with the save feature.
0: Oh, okay, because I couldn't yeah.
3: beat one by itself. Th- yeah, th- one's two and horrible. three,
0: two and three were the only original ones that I actually completed. And like completed without cheating, you know, because you remember Game Shark. I had the Game sh- or the Game Genie, so oh, I had yeah. the Game Genie on the NES, game Genie.
2: and that's how I would get through some of those old Mega Man games
0: because
1: they were
2: freaking <laughs> hard. <laughs> I beat Mega Man one one time on the NES, and never could do it again.
0: <laughs> it's a tough one. Wow, it's a I'm, tough I'm one. amazed. So, y- you guys being—and this will be the last question before we before we get out of here—but um, <laughs> you guys being Mega Man fans and music fans, have you ever heard of the band The Proto Men?
2: Oh yes. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. You guys I, are I, my new favorite. I was going through there. <laughs> 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 well, see on Spotify there is. Um, looking for the score to one of the Resident Evil games. And that's when I found out the Capcom sound team has like an entire page on Spotify. And then it redirected me to the Proto Man. I was like, Oh, what is this? So I started listening to it. I was like, Oh, this is fantastic. I love it. So yeah, I've I've heard of Proto Man. And then <laughs> I got heard to listen to it too. So <laughs>
0: are so awesome. The whole first album just like yeah. It just blew my mind, because I've always been a huge Mega Man fan <laughs> since I was a kid, and then hearing them sing songs about Dr. Wiley and Dr. Light just really, really yes. tickled my fancy.
2: It was <laughs> great. It was great. It was great.
3: It was wonderful. <laughs>
0: um, so, okay, yeah. so before, before we go, I, I want to give you guys a chance to, for the floor. Why don't you give us a little bit of where we can find your podcast, um, where we can get a hold of you, all, all your plugs and stuff
2: like that. Okay, so, all right, let's hear. Uh, we're, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. It's at Measure the Score. You can find us on Facebook to type in Measure the Score podcast. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, <laughs> iHeartRadio, uh, YouTube. Like I said, pretty much, uh, if there's a podcast, just type in Measure the Score. I'm pretty sure you're going to find us on there. Uh, we're on also on uh, Good Pods, Podchaser. We're on all of those places. And uh the social media stuff is usually me. Ninety percent of the time. Leslie will do the Facebook every so often. Sometimes
3: but... when I remember. <laughs> yeah,
2: when <what> you remember.
3: <laughs> it's tough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's trying to keep up all of it. But uh usually Twitter is the main place where I'm at. Get a hold of us. Uh you can send us an email at measuringthescore at gmail dot com. Uh if you got a you know, recommendation for a movie or a score you think would be great. For the podcast, you know, always ask our listeners to send us an email. And let us know. uh we've also got a buy me coffee setup. It's the tip service where it's to buy virtual coffee. We got a goal in there. We're trying to reach two hundred and fifty dollars to get some new microphones. so <laughs> okay. with with money now, yeah, with money now, it's like, all right, we're stressed thin. Uh, we, we but we need new microphones. So. <laughs> yeah, so we're tough. asking people to help us out if they can. I uh,
0: is, I switched is, my microphone Charlie. out at the beginning of this show because my microphone is starting to go out, <laughs> so I definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then if there's one episode that you guys are most proud of so far from season four that you would want everyone to listen to first, when like if there's, you know, the one episode you want someone to listen to to get a good idea of what your
2: show is about, which one would that be? All right. So, Leslie, I'm going to let you answer this one first, and then I'll get what? Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, don't put me on the spot. Uh, I would say the Mummy.
2: You know, so with me it's a toss up between the Mummy and Star
3: Trek. Yeah, Star Trek's
2: going to Yeah. So, either one of those episodes. All right. And also, I mean,
0: if you don't
2: if you don't want to go look at those,
0: just just find one of the movies that you like and go go listen to that show cuz that's usually how that's usually how you do it, right? <laughs> But no, I, I like to get, you know, the, the feel.
1: Thank you for listening to the Twist
0: My Arm Podcast. Join us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash twist my arm podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Twist My or Instagram at TwistMyArm Podcast. Watch and chat live with us at twitch.tv slash TMA Games or YouTube.com slash Arm podcast. To get everything all in one place or to book an appearance, go to twistmyarmpodcast.com.
1: The views and opinions expressed on this show are held solely by those speaking them.